get to sit down with Lauren. Yes. How thank you, you for having me. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody told me that they call you Low. Yeah. Would you rather be <laughs> called Low or Lauren? I prefer Lauren, but Low is growing on me. I don't think, like, I think we said this before. I don't think you want something that you don't like to grow on you. It's kind of like having... Wait, let me see. There's an illness that you don't like, and then you've had it so much, it's growing on you. Now you're like, you know what? Fuck you it. You know, whatever. I don't mind it. No, it's not as bad as an illness, but uh, it's definitely it's it's a uh, become part of like me. an icky kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, the, the the podcast is called Mind of a Woman. Uh, the ultimate goal. We have just one question that we're trying to answer. The question is: Are women complicated, or are men too complicated to see how uncomplicated women are? So I'm just gonna go ahead and straight up ask you. Are you complicated? Yes. So you're complicated? Yeah, I think so. So we can stop the conversation right there. Right. <laughs> Why would you say you're complicated? Is it just you're being honest or it's a factual thing? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I think that people in general are complicated. What makes us up, our past, our relationships, the way we grew up, uh, everybody is complicated in their own sense. But I know, I know I'm complicated to an extent. I don't think, I don't think everybody's complicated in their own sense. Mm -hmm. A complication is not an individual thing. There's a standard thing that somebody does and then the whole world can look at it and say that's a complication. It's not like everybody's complication is going to be different. If you come up, instead of you telling me what you want to eat and you want me to guess, that's a complication. And mm -hmm. it's not just a complication for you and I. It's a complication for everybody else or anybody else that listens Anything to that conversation. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I can agree. Um, I I think that a complication in general, like it could be a subjective thing, it could be like biased to what the person like uh, is viewing it as. But I think it's subjective. Complication is subjective. Mm -hmm. I don't think it is though. You don't think so? Yeah. So so you're complicated though. You said. I think so. Why you so? Do you know so or you think so? I, I don't think that's something that's a thought. I think that's something that's knowledge. Right. I think as far as, like, what I expect out of uh, relationships um, and, like, day-to-day -day friendships and stuff like that, it can get complicated, but I try to make it as uncomplicated as possible. Why can day-to-day -day activities with friends and friendship and relationship get complicated? I think any type of relationship could, but I think it comes down to, like, two people, two different people coming together and communicating their, their preferences and then that makes it uncomplicated. But if you get people who aren't necessarily on the same page. Nah, see, that's the thing. When people come together, I don't care how far apart they are, how different they are, there is literally no complication. Complications actually come in during the communication part of them coming together. Or lack thereof. There you go. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, you either say what you want or you don't say what you want. Like you expect me to know what you want to say without you saying what you want to say. Yeah. Things like that would make a complication. Yeah. And you mentioned that, like with the whole, the classic, uh, what do you want to eat scenario? Okay. And I see, I see that like with women, you know, it can get complicated. Men feel like that's a complicated example. Okay. Why do you say men feel like that's a complicated example? Do you not feel that's a complicated example? Do you not feel like that's a comp that's complicated? I can see both sides because it's such a simplified, what do you want to eat? You know, but for women, I feel like sometimes they think like they, they want the guy to be a little bit more perceptive or maybe take initiative, step into his like role as a man, say like, hey, I made reservations here. Let's go here. You know, show that he cares to take initiative. Me trying to surprise you is different from me knowing what you want to eat. Right. So it depends if, on the situation. Nah, it just, it comes <laughs> down to women. So we're, we're going to stick to that example for a little bit. Mm -hmm. It comes down to women not being open, not being ready to communicate. Mm-hmm to tell us what exactly they want. Because me, it's, let me put it this way. As a man, I'm not going to make reservations every time we go out. Mm -hmm. Every now and then, we just want to get something and cuddle in the house. We yeah. want to watch TV. Usually, that's where we want to find out what you want to eat. Yeah. Right? Because if usually we're, go let's say I'm, we're making reservations to go someplace, 99.9% .9 of the time, it's going to be in a subconscious mind because it's most likely, likely going to be a place where you we talked about in one of our conversations, mm -hmm. like we drove back past this restaurant and you were like, oh shit, I like this spot. Mm -hmm. Like back and forth. But you don't say that about a lot of the places. Like 
For example, I don't think anybody would drive by Panda Express <laughs> and be like, I like Panda Express. Yeah. You feel me? And then the next time you surprise me there, with you, Panda you, Express. You, feel, you see what I'm saying, right. right? So it's like like one of those things where it's kind of like common knowledge for the things that I would be able to surprise you with as opposed to the things that I would need to ask you. If we're sitting in a house watching TV and we want to order food, usually the question is not even the kind of like, what do you want to eat? It's like, you, what do you want to eat? Chinese? You want to mm -hmm. eat Italian? You want to eat sandwiches? So it's usually that broad. Like, it's usually a question that entails a whole lot of food. It's not something specific. Mm -hmm. But 99.9% .9 of the time, women make it complicated. Yeah, and I that's the part that I, like, I've actively worked on personally, personally to uh, not be complicated in that sense. Like, if we're not talking about date nights, not talking about an effort that a man should be making to show that he's paying attention to the girl and, like, what she likes, uh, and he wants to surprise her, and, like, he wants his actions to show that he's listening. If we're not talking about that, just, like, day-to-days, you know, yeah, I think communication on both ends should be forward and direct. Like, if I'm wanting something very specific, then I should be willing to say it, you know, and, and go from there. Okay. Are you in a relationship right now? I am. What kind of relationship are you? So let, let, let me actually, before I ask that, what do you identify as? Do you identify as straight, bisexual, or hmm. gay, or do you not put a label to it? I identify as bisexual. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're, go, okay, go yeah, ahead. I feel like you had something else to say. No, just in my relationship. Uh, it's, it's long distance, and it's with a straight man. Okay. Mm -hmm. So at this point, you're in a relationship. So at, at, at this present point in time, you're in a straight relationship. Yes. Right? You had a relationship before this one. Yeah, I did. It broke up. Something happened. Yeah. Who would you blame for that? You or him or her? I I could not put solitary blame on anybody specifically, but um, it was uh, it, it, there was a lot of events leading up to it, and it was just a toxic relationship that it needed to end for the benefit of both of us. Okay. When you say it, uh, I guess incidents that led like a lot of things that happened that gravitated to that point where mm -hmm. it broke up give me an example before you give me an example what is the one thing that would happen in your relationship that is a breaking point actually give me three things okay that i can do that if they happen in your relationship it's something you can't go back from i um he he cheated on me multiple times and i thought i could stay throughout it forgive and move forward with it um and I don't necessarily believe the saying once a cheater, always a cheater. But, you know, from what I've experienced, that's what happened. And I was also unable to forgive him. And it became like a very toxic situation. Um, that's one thing that if I were to be cheated on, I would I know my limits and that like I couldn't forgive and not hold like him accountable or like to that. Okay, yeah, you know? okay. Um, another thing is he had a bad drug addiction. And okay. it affected our relationship. Um, it affected the way we fought. It got physical at one point. And it was uh, something that I had to walk away from, you know, and there was nothing that I wouldn't do for that guy. But okay. I, I had to walk away from that for my benefit and my safety. Okay. So, so before you say the third thing, I feel like whatever situation you are in, whatever kind of relationship is, whether it's a straight relationship, bisexual, whatever, mm -hmm. gay or whatever, I feel like if it gets to the point where it's violence, that should yeah. always be automatic, you know, walk away from it. You, you can't try to fix somebody that's putting their hands on you, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But so now that we get that out the way, what's the third thing? Well, I mean, that kind of is the third thing because it did get to the physical point, but the third thing is the physicality. I could not stay in a relationship where there it is physical. So I'd say cheating, drugs, and physical and violence. Physical. So, okay. The cheating part, did you know that he cheated before you got together or he started cheating while you guys were together? He started cheating about two months into the relationship. And then how long was the relationship lasting for? Or how long? Five years. I'm sorry. So he started cheating two months into the relationship and it lasted another four months, ten, another four mm -hmm. years, ten months. Yeah. We were we were really young. Um, and I think a part of me wrote it off as that. Like, he's just young. You know, he's like a typical young guy um but he cheated then a couple like six months later like he cheated again and it's not to write off his cheating but I never forgived him for the first time he cheated and I was you know I, I made it clear I didn't trust him I made it clear that like I wasn't like so why don't you walk away I should have 
I, I didn't walk away because I believe that I really like loved him and I believed he could change, um, which he could have, you know, he could have just not cheated on me again. But, um, but you I, made it clear to him that you didn't forgive him for the first one. Yeah. So him not cheating again, you don't. So here's the thing. It happened that one time. Let's assume that it was a mistake or let's assume that he intentionally did it. Mm -hmm. You had the conversation with him and instead of telling him that, okay, I forgive you for this. Please don't do it again or don't do it again, blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm -hmm. You openly told him that, I can't forgive you for what you already did, but we're going to be together. Mm -hmm. You don't think that fucked up with his mind? Oh, no, it definitely did. And it took a long time for me to acknowledge and realize the part that I played in contributing to the toxicity of our relationship. Okay. And I, I tell him all the time, like, you didn't deserve, like, the anger that I threw at you. What you deserved <clears throat> is, like, me just walking away okay. after the first time I, you cheated, but... I didn't, and that's the lesson that we learned together. You know? Okay, so now you're in a different relationship. How many relationships mm -hmm. have you had ever since that five-year relationship? This was the first one. So which one was the first one? So since the five-year relationship, the one that I'm in right now is the first relationship I've had since I got out of that. Okay, so you're bisexual. How many girls have you dated in your lifetime? I haven't romantically dated a girl. Dating girls are kind of harder than dating guys. <laughs> so, so, okay. As much as I don't want to agree with that, I want to agree with it just to answer the fact mm -hmm. that women are complicated. Right. Because for you to op openly tell me that dating women is harder than dating guys. So you're, because you're a woman, right? Yeah. You're identifying that other women are... Let me, let, let me not put words in your mouth. Why would you say dating a woman is harder than dating a guy? For that, uh, women don't necessarily say exactly what they want. Some women, especially nowadays, okay. they are not looking for a relationship, but they won't say that straight out. Okay. Um, they play the game to kind of like get what they want in the same way that guys do. Nah. You know? Now nah, we don't play no games to no, get guys, what we want. I think guys definitely they'll some guys will play like the, yeah, maybe we could have a relationship, but let's hook up first. See, let's see. There you go. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That, see, that's it's, it's not a that's not a guy thing. That's a general thing. Universal. If I meet up with you today, I'm not worried about tomorrow. Mm -hmm. As a guy, my goal is to successfully either impress or disimpress you today. Okay. Right? Women are the ones that meet somebody today and they're worried about what tomorrow is going to look like and stuff. If I meet a girl today, my goal is to see what today brings. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes we want to score that night. Sometimes I want to impress you enough to where you could, I could maybe talk to you again tomorrow and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm worried about today. Finish the goal today. Mm -hmm. So guys are almost always straightforward with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think a guy meets a girl today and plans anything in the future. Now, that night would determine yeah. how the future is going to go. So guys aren't complicated. Yeah, in, that. in dating experience, well, not even dating experience, just hookup culture experience. I think guys do make it pretty clear from the get-go that, like, no, I'm not looking for a relationship. Um, if it gets to a relationship, exactly. okay. And But nowadays, I have noticed that some girls do that, too. Some girls might be open to relationship, but if they're just looking to hook up, then they're they're pretty straightforward about it too. Like I'm not looking for a relationship. So okay, do girls like typically say that, or is just something that you think girls do? No, they they have said it in in my experience, and usually that's like, but during the time that was like what I was looking for too. So it was a mutually agreed upon thing. So you've dated guys, you've hooked up with girls. Yes. I haven't dated girls. You just hooked up with them. So, mm -hmm. so in your perception, the girl thing was more of a, let's get it over with today. And then, no, no, I mean, there was a, a couple that I had. They were like, like more than once. I can't say long-term because it wasn't a long time, but more no, than so, once so, friends with yeah, benefits. There's, yeah. there's a thing, there's a thing we call one, there's a, there's a thing called one night stand. And then there's yeah. a thing we call an extended one night stand. Mm -hmm. So you've had a couple extended one night stands with yeah. a couple of females. Yeah. And then you've had relationships with. Yeah. Cause me personally, I like the healthy masculinity that a man brings to the table. And I like that their healthy masculinity allows me to be in my femininity. Okay. Um, Here's a question that I don't know if it's appropriate or not. Mm -hmm. Can, do you like, do you chose, like, do you have the power to be, which like, do you control which part you play in either being in a straight relationship or being in a, uh, I guess, dating a female, a girl? 
but you feel like you have control over that you because you yeah. as an individual yeah i do so you don't feel like it's up because i think I've, I've had situations where i've had conversations with people and then somebody will be like oh i'm a man but i was born in a woman's body mm-hmm. or vice versa i have no control over that and like like I've, I've talked to some people and they've like, I've never been able to understand that. I think there is validity, validity in that sense. I think it's something that you have to explore deeply, like within your own mental health, the trauma oh. you you've experienced and your identity. Um, but for me personally, as far as like the relationships oh. that I've had with men, my straight relationships, and then any possibility of exploring a relationship with a woman, um, I tend to take on with the way I was raised and kind of like the past trauma that I've been through with a woman, I tend to take on more of like the masculine role um, in a sense of like the provider, kind of like the caretaker and stuff like that. But with men, I like to take on my like feminine role of like being taken care of. Like, obviously it's a mutual taken care of thing, but I like feeling provided for feeling safe and like protected and stuff like that. And I think I choose men that like resonate with that role. Yeah. Okay. So here's a, here's a question. I don't, let me see. How do you, how do you actually phrase this question? Hmm. You want to have, you want to get married and have a family in the future, right? Mm-hmm. When you get to that point, do you get to chose then if you want to get married to a woman or do you get to chose now if you want to get married to a woman in the future or a man in the future? I think now I think I wouldn't um, I'd want to be with the person that I'm with for a while before like I I choose to marry them and build a family with them. Um, So it would kind of be a little pointless to like be in a relationship like I I believe in living day to day and appreciating the time and the person that like you have for like however long you get with them. But I also believe in like working towards something long term. So. So, okay. So we've established that women are complicated, right? Mm-hmm. So you are complicated. You get with another woman. Both of y'all is complicated. <laughs> so that's two complications happening. And then let's say you guys adopt a kid mm-hmm. or however yeah. you get to have a kid. Let's a, a little girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a chance that little girl is going to be complicated, right? She definitely would be. <laughs> She's got two moms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, here's a question. If two women have a son, do you think that little boy could grow up to be the actual, like, macho man that you would think, like the, like the kind of healthy masculinity that you three talked about? Is I it possible? So. I think so. Yeah? Um, I think it is important to have, like, a prominent, male figure in your life and I think you can get that through a lot of ways rather than just a father father. figure but I also think like in any type of relationship there are roles that are taken on and like what you would identify with masculinity chivalry um caretaking protecting providing that can be like given to somebody through like any gender you know if uh, if I'm married to a woman one of us or both of us is going to demonstrate that for our potential son in any type of way so I definitely think so and he would grow up with some type of male figure whether it be a teacher or coach or something like that you know okay so you being you you not a lot of people get to experience being in a relationship with both sexes Mm -hmm. do you think that helps you better as you grow to get to choose a partner, like when I say a partner, like, so the experiences you've had with women, the experiences you've, you've had with men, do you think you would use that experience to actually figure out what you want to end up with? Yeah, um, there have been, and it's not just specific to a, a female, but there have been a couple girls that I've dated and hooked up with for like a, an extended period amount of time. So like a, like a, a extended one, one yeah. next time kind of thing. Okay. But we did have like, a, I, I, most females mm-hmm. don't just hook up and that's it. We did have like a type of like emotional, like friendship relationship type of thing. Okay. Um, they showed me how much like the emotional validation conversation, like all that I need out of a relationship. I need to be able to go to somebody and be able to talk about like, 
our our emotions, things that have happened, things that are happening now and how it's affecting us. I need to be able to have that emotional support. But I've also gotten that from men, okay. um, sometimes better than like the women have. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. he's been more emotionally aware or, you know, stuff like that. So question for you. Yes. <laughs> You're in a relationship with a man. Mm hmm. And you start get, being attracted to a woman hmm. while you're in a relationship with a man. Is that considered cheating? It depends on the agreement that uh, me and the man has. Okay, let's back up that. Wait, <laughs> what do you mean the agreement that you and the man have? Is there, like, do, do, do two people come together and make up an agreement on what's considered cheating or not? So I, I think that's important because, see, like, he, he, the obvious no, things. See, okay, why, why are you saying that? Something just came to my mind. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I wouldn't mind... <laughs> my woman having a crush on another girl. But another man. Another man, that's a different problem. <laughs> it if usually my, is. If, <laughs> no, that's a problem. Yeah, it usually <laughs> is. That is a problem. See, I mean, I've, listen, I don't know about you, but two is always better than one. For you. No, no, not, no, not, no, don't say it like that. I'm saying two in a respectable situation. So right. it's not like I'm cheating. So it's she's my like girlfriend. There you go. She's my girlfriend and she's got a girlfriend. So guess what? They both my girlfriends, right? <laughs> so I mean that's how that's how my uh last relationship was. Um we So you you guys had a constant threesome? No, we didn't because he couldn't uh, stop cheating and there uh, needed to be trust to stop. He he screwed himself. <laughs> no. <laughs> So he had the opportunity he to not the cheat. He had the opportunity to have, like, legally have two yes. girlfriends. And he, this motherfucker. It's okay. He learned his lesson. But um, oh, it, it, if I had the trust established with him, I would have loved that to be, like, at least physically or sexually, like, open with him. And we would have gone through and, like, agreed upon, like, hey, if you're ever going to do this, I would like you to tell me first or ask me first, you know, because there are some nights that I'm not mentally going to be able to think about, like, him being with another girl. Or, you know, like, it's it's all about communication and agreeing with your partner. But as far as, like, what I think now upon, like, cheating, I think it's based upon, like, what you agree with your partner. With the guy that I'm with currently, like, when I go out and get drunk, I like to, like, kiss girls. I don't necessarily want to, like, hook up with girls, you know, necessarily. But I asked him, uh, like, is that bit. something you're okay Ma with? Ma'am, ma let's back up a little bit. So, so, <laughs> so, wait. So, you're in a relationship with this guy, and then you go out and you get drunk and you kiss other girls. Which I asked him for permission because I don't know what he considers it's to be It's kind of like out. me walking up and asking you, hey, is it okay if I kill her? And then you'd be like, yeah, you can. And then bam, that makes that doesn't make it all right. If you kiss somebody else while you're in a relationship, it's cheating. Well, I guess you just mentioned that you guys have an agreement on what is considered cheating and what yeah. is not. So if you kiss a man, that's cheating. Yeah. If you kiss a woman, it's not. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm in the wrong relationship, bro. <laughs> I should I should <clears throat> destabilize everything and start finding me a girl that would give me guys what the <laughs> what the I mean it is kind of the best of both worlds for myself but it was it was everything that like we we talked it's about the it first It's best of both worlds for yourself We talked so about it So here's my question what if he's out there kissing other guys uh, guys Cuz you're kissing girls and he's not upset So if he kisses if he kisses a girl you would be what if he kisses other guys out there? I mean, if he really wanted to, it's something that we would have to discuss first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can I, I don't be think one he of, wants to, though. Can I be in one of those conversations where you guys are discussing this? I would have me a little book. It's so funny. And a pen. On God, I want to be up there, so I'm going to write it down. Like, so you guys would actually bring up a point. So, babe, <laughs> let's think about this. So, well, if you kiss two girls per night, that's not cheating. Let's make it three. If he kissed three girls, we can consider that cheating. Like, yeah, that's a bit excessive. <laughs> no, I, I, you feel me? That's In my head, that's how this conversation... But it, it literally, it just comes down to open communication and respecting my partner's boundaries. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> man, I should I should start. I think I'm, when I go out now, I'm going to start looking for girls. When I meet you, the first conversation we're going to have is, okay, <laughs> you like me? Please, let's make sure you like girls too so we yeah. can make this work. <laughs> Yeah. Right? It was so funny because when I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, like I am bisexual. I like like kissing some of my friends or like girls, like just when I'm drunk, you Wait, know. Back like, up. You randomly kiss your friends? Well, some of the, you know, some of them like when we're drunk and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Why have I never been <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, we've we've kissed. Yeah, I I've actually spit alcohol into her mouth, so 
And see, Wait, I just... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we allowed to say shit like that on this show? What the fuck? And it, it's something that, like, I just want to make sure that he's... Because just because it's hot to a guy doesn't mean it's okay. Uh, wait, what do you mean? No. Wait, 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 what do you mean? What does that mean? What is that? Mm. Oh, you've got... Is that the oh. video? Oh, my God, she shows me. <laughs> and that's not considered cheating? Not unless he so considers it cheating. How often do you kiss on, do you kiss other girls? Oh, like once a month. It's not that excessive. <laughs> okay, how often do you pour alcohol from your mouth into another woman's mouth? Uh, like once every three months, right? I think that can average out once every is this months. Is this in the agreement that you have with this guy you're dating right now? Yeah. So I, I specifically asked him, I was like, hey, you know, like I sometimes like to do so, this. Okay, if so you don't me, want me to, I won't. Perfect. And he was like, no, it's fine. So that's the thing. If he doesn't want you, you won't. Absolutely not. Would you change for somebody? Yeah. I, I wouldn't, like, become, like, not, like, uh, be attracted to girls. But if he doesn't want me to kiss girls, that's... So, you know the only, the most important thing about you? Hmm. You. Are you asking me? No, I'm telling you that the most important okay. thing about you is you. Okay. The you and you is the you that makes you the you you are. Right. So, if you get to change that for somebody... Is that okay? Because you, 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 do you enjoy kissing other girls? Yeah, but it's not my identity. Lauren, <laughs> do you enjoy kissing other girls? I, yeah. Yes. As much as I enjoy kissing, kissing other, guys. other guys. Yeah. So I'm not going to, But you, you will know. stop that. Yeah. To make a man happy. Of course. Hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm learning some new things today. Okay. Right. He calls you today, said, I know we had this agreement that you're allowed to kiss girls and pour liquor from your mouth to their mouth mm -hmm. and all that. So while I was sleeping yesterday, another <laughs> thought came into my head. I want to start kissing guys too and pouring liquor out of my mouth to their mouth. Is that okay? What would you say? I think it's okay. You think it's okay? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Would you have a threesome with your man and another girl? <clears throat> yes. Once trust is developed between me and my man. Would you have a threesome with your man and another man? If that's what he was okay with. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am out. What, what do you mean? If that's what he's, if that's something that he's okay with, sure. I mean, what girl doesn't want to have a threesome with two guys? <laughs> wow. You guys want to have threesome with, with other guys? I'm in the wrong generation. <laughs> is that is that not a thing? No. Really? No. I feel like sexuality, promiscuity, all that is it's a lot more. Listen, I don't know generation. about you. If I ever get to the point in my life when I call my girl and be like, listen, you're allowed to kiss other girls. We're allowed to do threesomes. I think I've gotten to the point in my life when. Everything is fucked. So, in, in I would a, literally classify it as that. Everything is fucked. If you're in a monogamous relationship and you're with a girl, does that mean you can no longer be attracted to any other girl? I will be. Right. I would you not be kissing anybody. Right. But if you're a girl, say you're a girl, it's something that pleasure, like, turned her on. It's something that she enjoys. Then... Let, let me put it to you this way. <laughs> if I'm in a relationship with you and we get to that point where we're having sex with other people, mm -hmm. even if we're doing it together, our relationship goes from a relationship to more of a, a social experiment. Maybe, and but I, but that I think that relates back to like some people don't necessarily believe in love long term. So, you know, it, it, I think there's a lot to unpack in like the reasons of why. But why I think what? Uh, why people are okay with like doing that, so, sharing okay. partners so, or so whatever. Is, is this a thing for... <clears throat> The right now, or this is a thing that you actually would be open to do, even when you get to the point when you get married and have kids? It would be a lot less. It's right now. And I've thought about that pretty thoroughly recently. I, I would not want to... Like, like you, your, your son is in a driveway, and you pull up with another woman, no, and you guys kiss. No, absolutely not. And then your husband pulls up with another man, and they kiss, and you no. guys hold hands, <laughs> grab each other's butt, and you walk into the house, your son no. is standing there like... <laughs> 
my life is fucked up. No, absolutely not. Because I wouldn't want to uh, confuse the message that I'm conveying to my children or the example that I'm setting. I would want to set the example that I had for myself of what a relationship should be. The, the so thought have, of exploring, so- that's purely in the now. I'm in like 20s, you know, college, stuff like that. that. But it's not something that I would want to carry over into like my marriage. And I mean, it's not realistic either. You're working a lot. You're providing for your family, family quality time. You don't really have time for threesomes. Actually, we do. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't need to sleep a lot. <laughs> I do a nine to five. Let's say it takes me an hour to get home. I get home at six. I would take 30 to 45 minutes to take a shower. I could do a threesome from seven to like 10. <laughs> but go. it's aligning the other schedules. <laughs> No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm giving you my schedule. Yeah. So I could do a whole threesome for like three hours. And then I have enough time to go to sleep and still be able to show up to work tomorrow <laughs> and do a perfect job and do it over again. Well, then maybe. You feel me? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I don't, I, I don't feel like, well, it, you know what? I'm, in a, I'm not in a position to go for or against something like that. I mm-hmm. feel like this is more of an individual thing. I, I personally, I don't know if I'd be okay with that. And that's okay. Yeah. Like, that's I don't, like I, your boundaries that you yeah, set with I don't, your partner. I don't, I, I don't feel like I would be okay mm-hmm. with my wife. Or, well, not, let's not even go all the way to that wife mm-hmm. part. With my girl kissing other girls. And that's that's a discussion. That's that, a like, white people shit, though. Is it? Is it not? No. You know black girls that do that? Oh, yeah. Bro, you know black girls that do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be going to the wrong places. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but no, I think it comes down to individual, individual preferences and communicating okay. those. Makes perfect sense. So, okay. <laughs> so this is more of the now and your boyfriend is okay with it. Yeah, for now. For now. And as soon as he becomes not okay with it, I stop. It stops. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you're willing to stop the things that make you happy to make him happy. It doesn't make me that happy. I enjoy it. You know, it's like, does alcohol make you that happy? Well, (laughs) maybe that was a bad example. But no, there are willing, there are things that I'm willing to sacrifice for a relationship because kissing girls is not my identity. It's not my core value of who I am. It only happens when you get drunk. No. You you actually kiss him when you're sober too? Yeah. I'm bisexual. I like, uh, you know, <laughs> I like get sober or drunk. Oh, but. so okay, but at least so like I, said, I guess you're saying it. I guess you're putting it in the right way. It's more about communication. Mm-hmm. It's I feel like everything, like really, just boils down to communication. Right, and that's why it's so important to not be complicated in that area. Like, say what you want, say what you need emotionally, say what you want emotionally, how you want to be cared for, all of that. Just straight out. You know, yeah. some that people way don't like... you walk into a relationship, right. you know what to expect and what not to expect. And what and shit. They, they need to expect. Like, yeah. uh, areas <clears throat> that they need to dial it up or dial it down, you know? Question. Yeah. Is sex, like, a breaking point for you? Like, let's say you meet somebody mm-hmm. and then he doesn't perform well in bed. Would you break up with somebody for that? No. Or would you say that you could teach him how to get better? Or- I think it's exactly in the same way that you need to communicate your emotional needs. You have to do that sexually too. Not everybody has the same sex or likes the same things. And I think communicating about it, especially like with sexual trauma or like preferences, stuff like that, it's all really important into like making or breaking a relationship. Because I believe sex is a big part of a good relationship. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, do me a favor. Yeah. Give me the difference between sex, making love and fucking. Um, I believe like fucking is definitely something that you do like on a one night stand. Um, it, I mean, no, you I'd can be do fucking it. when I'm in a relationship. No, yeah, you too. can okay. definitely, yeah. Um, but if I if I'm if I come home from work and I bend you over in the kitchen, that's not making love. That's no. fucking right. <laughs> yeah. And that's not just something you do in a one night. I feel like a successful relationship should have all three. Yes. But here's the thing. A lot of times, people don't even know the difference between right. all of them. That's why I'm asking you, what is your definition? Like, if you were to put the difference between fucking, mm-hmm. sex, and making love, what would you like? What would you what would you say is the difference between all three? Well, of them? I think like sex could be like a little title, and then it could split between like fucking and making love. But fucking is like the example you gave in the kitchen, or you know, like you know, some people like a little bit more degrading stuff, disrespectful stuff, or, you know, like rough stuff. Um, I think that falls into the category of <laughs> fucking. Okay. <laughs> and then I think making love is 
like literally the love between you and your partner, like putting it into a physical form. Like you feel that. It's and an orgasm requirement every time you have sex or fuck or make love. So orgasming for girls, having an orgasm is different from coming. Um, but I think ideally a girl should be able to come every time she has sex. So she's going to come and not have an orgasm. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. So that's not a, that's not a, what do you call it? That's, that wouldn't be a breaking point in a relationship. Absolutely not. It's also for girls, it's a lot more <laughs> mental. Like if they have, if they're not mentally there, mentally present or mentally stimulated. Can you you're orgasm not... from fucking? Yeah. So you can orgasm from both fucking and making love. Yes. So how do you prepare your mind to get to either part? Because as a man, the, when I'm having sex with you, whatever, I'm fucking you, I'm, my goal is to get you to that point. Mm-hmm. Like Spice, the, I think she's a Jamaican artist. She said, like, I think the song was about, I'm going to take you where you've never been. And uh-huh. she goes, fuck that. <laughs> Find me G-spot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she said, climb me upon the treetops. <laughs> Shit like that. So here's my question. Wait, how do you, like, what should we know as a man? Like, so, okay. I think the reason why hookup culture is so different, different experiences <clears throat> for women and men, it relates back to this. Women, a lot of, like, your day-to-day, just how you treat them, how you show up for them, provide for them, pay attention to them, you know, notice things about them, that correlates to the bedroom. If they feel like they're being paid attention to, if you're showing up and you're providing, you're taking care of them, you're being what they need you to be, the sex is going to be a lot better. And that mentally is going to get them there quicker. Um, It's not, I mean, there is like a certain extent of like what you can do physically for a woman, but a lot of it is mental. Nah, see, nah, I'll put you in a pretzel shape real quick. No, I I, I promise. I promise. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. So, so because take- if, if you're just, you know, it's, it's why like the physical like relationships, you know, you see like in the movies, the couples that are on like borderline divorce when they're in their forties, the sex is bad. It's because mentally like it's not, and I feel like it could go this way for men too. I've known men that like, if they're in a bad place in the relationship, the sex isn't that great. You know, nah, nah. <laughs> listen, as a man. I could literally just tell myself to come, like. Well, no, they could still definitely. Like you could be in, on the other side of the room. I just be here, look no. at you, and be like, "Nigga, come." No. <laughs> yeah, nah. As a man, we like. That's the thing. It's a lot easier for a man to come. Mm-hmm. We last longer just to get you guys there. Yeah. Like on oh. on under like on God. Like we like. This is a weird thing. It's times when men intentionally come just to piss the woman off. Yeah. Because I know people keep saying women do this, women (laughs) this. You got to understand, fucking starts with a man. Like, fucking don't start (laughs) until the dick get hard. (laughs) Right. When you get soft, fucking it's over. Right. You feel me? So it's like one of those things. Sometimes you would just let it go. (laughs) So a motherfucker would go soft. Yeah, that's pretty, that's spiteful. (laughs) (laughs) Because you guys do that too. Mm-hmm. Like women would intentionally not have sex with men. But yeah, yeah. I, I've but, seen, but that's I, also because they're not mentally, you know. If you're like, if it's a full day of like the guys just sitting around, you know, it's Sunday, it's chores day, he's not doing anything to help. Like the the parts of like being a provider, a caretaker, like a equal part of the household. If if a guy isn't showing up that way, it's really not even attractive. So 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 you expect your man to do chores in the house on Sunday? Give me an example. It, it depends on like uh, like what we've agreed. I don't believe like there's you keep, certain you keep, like you keep talking about agreements and stuff. Is is your relationship on a playbook? Um, I think communication is a huge part of it. No, no, you keep every like so <laughs> w- w- communication is different from talking, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this: so so you when you meet somebody, let's use this person guy you're with. Mm-hmm. You guys have set rules on what's considered cheating and what is not considered cheating? So far, like, what, what's come up? Yeah, we talk about it. Oh, so you don't say it. It's not it. like we, it's like, just, sit okay. down and go through so every possible scenario. So it's basically you sit today and you look at the girl across the room, you'd be like, fuck, <laughs> I want to kiss her. So you grab your phone and you call him like, listen, I know we haven't talked about this, but today I'm feeling like I want to kiss the girl across the room. Is that going to be a problem? 
and then you guys would have that conversation there, and then she'd be like, yes, no, and then you would write it on your little book. All right, so we crossed that bridge. I'm either going to kiss him or not kiss him. Mm -hmm. That's how it works? Yeah. Um, I mean, so far. Like, it was something that I knew I did before, like, getting into a relationship with him. And so I was like, hey, you know, like, when I go out, there's a possibility that I might kiss a girl. Is oh, that so a, you, you know? So you actually usually, you, you put it, you, you just throw it up there, like, there's a possibility. Yeah. Because I don't know. I'm not going to call him like, like I'm with the girl, like, oh, wait, let me call my boyfriend. <laughs> no, like, it, it's not like that. It's just like there's a possibility when I go out or like when I'm at a party that like I might kiss a girl. Is that going to be OK? Or is that something like you don't want me to do, you know? And it's something that I checked with him like multiple times before, like we got comfortable with it. But it's not like a let's go through one, two, three, four, five, six, like scenarios. So it's would you let him kiss a girl that you kissed? It depends on the situation. Like, it, it wouldn't be, it would have let's to be, like, it, discussed. Let's use, let's use the drunk situation. Because you kissed that girl because you were drunk. So you and him, you're, in a, you're at a party. Mm -hmm. You see this girl that you're kind of attracted to. You go and you kiss this girl, and he walks up to you, kisses you, and kisses that girl. Would that be considered cheating? Um, if it wasn't talked about before, I don't know if I would consider it cheating, but it would like be hurtful, you know, if we haven't agreed upon it yet. And he wouldn't do that without, you know, talking about it before. How much do you know this guy? Decently well. Because <laughs> for you to open your mouth and say he wouldn't do that without talking. Have you ever been drunk? Yeah. And you still get the... Well, we, and we've been drunk together. Like, really, really drunk together. Did you kiss a girl during that time? No. No. Not there when I... Go. Because we're long distance, so we haven't been drunk together, like, uh, often. So, but the couple, the few times that you've gotten drunk together, you've never gotten drunk and kissed another girl. No, we've just been too focused <laughs> on each other, you know? So, no, no, what I'm saying is... No, no, you, 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 what I'm saying is, you go out, a scenario, you're drunk, mm -hmm. you've established that you're allowed to kiss other girls. Mm -hmm. When you're drunk. Or I don't know if your agreement says when you're drunk or when you're not drunk. Mm -hmm. But let's assume that you guys are out. You're, you're doing your thing. You're <laughs> drunk. You kiss another girl. Is he allowed to kiss that girl before a conversation is had? A I mean, I think so. I think I would be okay with that. But I think it would be like a mutual, <clears throat> like, are you sure? And like, yeah. <laughs> He's going to take this and like run with it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, see, I'm trying. I'm trying to understand how this whole thing be working out. Like, like, it's it's like I'm trying to understand how this whole thing works. Mm -hmm. Long distance relationship, you're allowed to kiss other women and blah blah blah. A lot of a lot of transparent communication. That's so that's that's literally what's holding the relationship, in other words. Yeah, I, I mean, like our, our feelings for each other, of course, but like uh, a lot of this, it, it it comes down to like communication and like just wanting to be honest with each other and open with each other and, you know, respect each other. Okay, so you said that cheating <clears throat> is a breaking point in a relationship. What would you consider cheating in this scenario? Let's say he goes out <clears throat> with his buddies, gets <clears throat> drunk kisses a girl, and calls you, would you consider that cheating? Yeah, of course. Because it wasn't, like, it's never been something that, like, we've agreed upon. It was something that, like, he did it, and then he, you know, after the fact. Um, Have you ever done something and called him to tell him about it? No. Has he ever done something and called you and told you about it? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. And it was, it was <laughs> an interesting situation. Is this something that you would... Is this something that if you share and he hears it, it's not going to fuck up your relationship? No, I don't think so. Okay, so I think it will be a funny, funny topic because it was it was very sweet. See, like his... your definition of funny <laughs> could be different from what his definition of funny is. It might be okay. And I think if that were to happen, we would have a conversation about it and be open and communicative. Okay, so <laughs> you know, he did something and then yeah. <clears throat> and then he. So, so what had happened is uh, he was um, out with his friends at a bar and his friends, you know, are good looking. There are some girls looking at his friend. Um, and so the girl that was looking at his friend, her friend came over to him and he was, she was like, hey, you know, like my friend is kind of into your friend, but she's really shy. We should like all get them out on the dance floor to like kind of talk and everything. And so he was like, yeah, I mean, okay. He was like kind of doing the wingman thing. And um, so he went out onto the dance floor with them 
and like they just all danced together and I specifically asked him I was like well was there grinding because I I don't think I'd be like perfectly okay with that but it would be like a just don't do it again type of situation but um I asked him that and he said no you know it was just like dancing it was like a country bar um and you can't dance at a country bar without grinding no you definitely can you can I yeah the country bar I was at they didn't grind at all See, I went to school in Oklahoma (laughs) really I've been to country bars and they grind Ooh. Like, like, like club music, like Chris Brown type a, of grinding with country, country music? It's a country bar. Like, you hold hands <laughs> and two steps and stuff. Huh. What kind of country bars do you be going to? I, I mean, there's San Bernardino, you know. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever been that far. But it's no, I, I've been to country, yeah. country bars. In Oklahoma, like, you go to a country bar, like, you walk yeah. in. And as a black man, you walk in, sometimes everybody will stop. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that yeah. kind of country bar. Yeah. But I mean, it came down to like, it, it's something that he could see might have made me uncomfortable or I might have not been okay with. And he wanted to communicate it to me like, and, you know, it, it's always better like coming from the person and them telling you like the situation rather than hearing it from somewhere else. Is it possible he talk, do you do you and him have any mutual friends? Yes. That's out there with him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, we talked. We talked about this, and I told you right. I, I wasn't gonna go into detail about what I think. No, but I want it. So that's the thing. See, it, it's it's freedom of thought, mm-hmm. and it's sometimes my truth is not true, mm-hmm. and sometimes certain truth are better left kept under the radar, better left kept a secret. I think so too. You feel me? Yeah. So it's and if that's if that's this situation, you know, it, I've I've kind of been through enough to know like sometimes our actions and our intentions don't line up. I mean, you know, like stuff happens and it, as it's playing out, you're like, wait, how did I end up here? I didn't want this to end up here. I get it. Sometimes, you know, like you said, sometimes truth is better left unsaid. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> all right. So let's see. Like you said, like you said, so I'm gonna Keep it because honestly, I have a different intent. I have a different this story played out different in my head. Mm-hmm. And a guy, like I'm and I'm sitting this as a guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna let that sleep. <laughs> like I told you, some some truth or some honesty is sometimes better, not, you know, just cause. Well, have you seen that whole like trend right now where it's like, oh, when my partner pulls out his phone and like you're you're just like looking away or like whatever. Some some people just prefer not to know, you know, I think the truth that you need to know, it comes out naturally. Okay, Mm -hmm. You, you, you believe in that statement that says what you don't know can never hurt you. To a certain extent, because I mean, what you don't know can never hurt you in the moment. But if that thing that you don't know comes out later, it'll definitely hurt, especially a lot more because more time <laughs> has passed, you know. <laughs> so now, the reason I said that, like, it's times when I, I, I'm in, a, I'm, a, I'm somewhere and then somebody like somebody will say something. In another language, like they will say something bad mm-hmm. in another language, like. I don't know. I don't understand the language. So it usually won't bother me until somebody else will come and tell me, oh, yo, such and such says such and such in this language. And then yeah. I, 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 so I usually equate it to that. Like when they said it, I heard them say it. But since I didn't know what they said, yeah. it didn't really bother me. Now that you're saying it, like I'm pissed and shit. Yeah. So what I'm saying is <clears throat> sometimes certain things are better left not known. So we're going to go with that story. Yeah. And keep that. And I'm honestly like, okay, like I mentioned before, like long distance relationships have like a different dynamic. Yeah. The things that would happen if your girlfriend is in the room or not wouldn't, and not like to a bad extent of like you making out with other people or whatever, but the things that like you would do in just interacting with opposite sex or like things that you would say in front of your guy friends, even like you yeah. wouldn't say that if your girlfriend was present, was present you know, yeah. it's, it's individuality and it's okay. <laughs> So, okay, so here's a, here's a thing. Here's a, like, a, it's an individuality thing. Mm-hmm. But certain things are not that individual. Like, certain things mm-hmm. are borderline what they are. Yeah. So, for example, you're either a good person or not a good person. It's yeah. not more of a personal thing. But do you think long-distance relationships are worth it? I'm finding out. I think, I think they are. Um, in our sense, we both... Um, 
are at a point we're both young. I'm 23. He's 22. And, um, I I think a lot of people would argue like to not date in your twenties, but I personally, what would they want people to do in their twenties? Focus on yourself, grow your business, grow your, you know, I'm in school, um, you know, stuff like that to like put a full 100% effort into yourself, which I believe you can do in a relationship. I just think it's hard for a lot of people to not just like completely dictate their focus to one person. But I think long distance has given us that gift of like not having the like physical time demands that a relationship would have. Um, And it's allowing us to like individually grow separately but also like together in that way so is it safe to say that the fact that you guys have a long distance relationship it reduces the amount of complications that would come to hinder the success of the relationship it might um so far like based on my actual experience you don't have the chance to give him those faces you don't have the chance to give him the upper there you go you don't Mm -hmm. have the chance to to want him to think what you want to eat for dinner because fuck it you can eat whatever you want he can eat whatever you want right right so in your case the fact that women are complicated plays good for you i think to a certain extent um it's only been five months and while that's a long time it's also a really extremely short amount of time and it is reaching that point of like kind of we are at the point of knowing to a certain extent, we have expectations of each other. Like we okay. know what's going to make each other mad. What's going to like be okay, be not okay. So I think that's where those little like manner mannerisms of like, mm, you know, that's not okay. And you're doing it like that. That's, it's definitely approaching that point. But in that complication, like it would only be there because I've already expressed, Hey, I don't like that, you know, okay. like, or we could have handled this situation better, but that came through a lot of just like regular. So you don't, you don't believe in out of sight is out of mind, huh? Um, I believe it's very possible, um, especially like we both have ADHD. So out of sight, out of mind is a very prominent thing. But no, our, our feelings for each other so far have uh, overridden that. <laughs> I'm so what serious. Would you, what would you mean you both have ADHD? Wait, ADHD. ADHD what? What is that thing again? It's attention, attention deficit, deficit hyper focus disorder, something hyper something disorder. And it's like, I, I know for me personally, like if I get a brand new pair of shoes and I put them in the back of my closet and I don't open my closet for four days, like I will forget those shoes exist unless like I see them in a picture and I'm like, hey, where are those shoes? Or unless I'm cleaning out my closet. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot I had these. Same with like pantry items. If they're behind a bag of chips, I forget they're there. And I think a lot of people have that kind of, but. Yeah, it, if, if that's how you define it, I think we all have ADHD. <laughs> But I mean, out of sight, out of mind, like as far as like long distance, no. I mean, when we're so doing so, things. So your ADHD doesn't affect your relationship? It, it, no, not enough. How sense. often do you talk to him on the phone? Oh, every day. Like how many hours a day? Um. Well, we, I mean, we both no, work full time. Phone, phone too. Yeah, like phone we, call we or both text work full time jobs, but like on average, maybe like we'll have like a 20 minute call a day. If like there are some days that we don't talk like, you know, the next day or whatever, but every weekend we talk. Um, and if, you know, we just find like moments in the days where like, I'm not doing anything. Oh, you're on break. I'm going to call you for like 15, 20 minutes. So in other, that's how you're making it work. Yeah. And, um, there, there, I think there are discussions that have to like be had. I think we're reaching the point of like, Hey, you know, like I feel like, I I mean, for me personally, I think something that's going to arise is like, well, let's try to like plan a like FaceTime date every like two weeks or every week or something like that. You know, it's about like being perceptive about like what I need and communicating that. So, so the longer you go into the relationship, the harder it gets. Right. I mean, that's that's every relationship, I would say. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? No. It was, um, at the beginning, I think there was a lot more fear of like, oh my God, I don't know if this is going to work out. Like, I don't, you know, it's the whole like expectation of, I really like this person, but the odds are really stacked against us. Um, so that has gone down dramatically. We're both more constant in each other. We're both more like, uh, sure. And like rooted in like the, as the times pass. But I think, um, there's still like in transitioning to a day-to-day life together, it's, there's a little bit more like challenges arising there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it started harder and it's getting easier. 
See, mm-hmm. I know that relationships usually actually start easy and gets harder as you go towards right, a future. Right, but I, I, so I, I mentioned guess... we're kind of <laughs> we were a little stupid for starting a relationship in long distance. No, I don't think I don't think I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's you can say that you guys were stupid. I think the mind or the heart mm-hmm. wants what the heart wants. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a long distance or a short distance. I feel mm-hmm. like we as human beings, we actually either fuck up or make things better or like we we mm-hmm. kind of control a lot of the things that happen as far as like our relationships are concerned. Yeah, it's what that's, we make it. There you go. That's why we, we actually came up with like that whole uh, women complicated or, or mm-hmm. men too complicated to see how uncomplicated women are. Would you say that with, with everything you're going through, mm-hmm. as far as this relationship is concerned, would you ever say men are complicated? Yes. Is he complicated? Yes. <laughs> Why? Um, with, we both have a uh, past trauma to like work through and we both try our hardest not to let that come into this relationship. Okay. But I know like he's had, um, past relationships where they were either like very controlling or kind of like they didn't communicate exactly what they wanted. And like, if he didn't do it cause he didn't know any better, like it would build resentment and, you know, just like classic toxicity. Um, and I, I pick up on that because it's like, I mean, he has told me once or twice before, but it's obvious in like how sometimes he reacts to like my reactions. Like, so the women that he had <clears throat> in his life before you were complicated. And that's making and him complicated, complicated and non-communicate. Like they were not willing to communicate. So that's making him know. complicated in your in your opinion. Yeah, because there are sometimes that like I'll be asking for something and he might think it's because like I'm not trusting or like he might be worried that I'm going to react to something. Some what way. would be a question that you would ask him for him to feel like you're not trusting? So one of the things that um, he does that I love because it provides reassurance for like a safety measure is like when he does go out, he says like, oh, we're at the bar now. And like he'll tell me like who he's with or whatever. And that's never something I've had to ask for. And I appreciate that so much because it builds a lot of trust Um, and it doesn't make me feel like I'm asking for too much. But I think he does that because like in his past relationships, they was obligated to do that. Yeah. And some girls I know of his friends, like they would they'll blow up their boyfriend's phone while they're out, out like I saw a girl with you guys I didn't know there was going to be a girl there or like you know you're at this bar and you said you were going to this bar which happens like if you go out you move around you know um so I think like he he does it out of like just consideration but I know like before like he would do, do it because he was yeah he's scared to do it. or like he thought that I was gonna like want but that. that's that's a good thing for you to so basically the mm-hmm. fact that the women he had in his life before you were complicated is more benefit is more beneficial to you it has been it, it's a little bit of both because I think sometimes he's he's was very uh reserved uh-huh. in like getting into this relationship trusting that I'm not gonna like I'm not a controlling person in that type of sense. Like any questions that I ask about like whereabouts or like who you're with, it's for safety. You know, it's not for like, you know. What kind of safety would you provide this man? He's in Seattle. Well, if you're, you're here. out, if you're out drunk, you know, there's always a possibility something could happen. You know, this man is a soldier. Yeah. Yeah. But there's always a possibility, you know, I mean, that's that I would feel. Well, I don't know if I would feel that way too. Just mm-hmm. what, how far is Seattle from here? 933 miles. <laughs> I'm sure you know it. <laughs> You've driven there? No, I just I just know like our distance from each other. It's 933 miles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you've invested in this relationship. I definitely have. <laughs> okay. So so you 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 wouldn't think that if you're asking him where he's at, you don't think he would think that to be controlling. I don't think so, but that's because he's seen me long enough to like know that it's not coming from a controlling place it's like because there's been times like oh are, are you back at the barracks like where he stays and, and he's like no I'm spending the night at this person's house okay you know you're in a house you're safe you're not out on the street passed out behind a dumpster are you sure you're usually worried about his safety or you're concerned about who he's with I definitely like used to before no, be honest with me no yeah before okay. um I like knew I could trust him and I know that's something that changes you know but before like you know because he's a stranger I don't know like if he's gonna lie to me and then just be cheating or whatever but like once we established as much trust as we can in five months um it's definitely right now a safety concern before it was like a little like who whose house are you at or like oh who's that you know like whatever but he's 
done an amazing job at just like being transparent and communicating. I mean, he could be lying, but I, I wouldn't hold him <laughs> or put him in that box, you know, okay. when he's given me no reason no to. No reason to. Okay. Yeah. So basically, when you came into this relationship, you came in with an open mind. You came in rooting for success. You came in of course. rooting for the success of the relationship. And any any other like type of intent would it it, it makes it fail inevitably. Yeah, because I mean, not a lot of women actually go into relationships with clean. Well, not mm -hmm. not let me know. So as much as the goal is to understand the mind of a woman, I feel like it's it's gotten to the point where a lot of people go into relationships reserved. Yeah. Or a lot of people go into relationships with barriers up and yeah. stuff like that. Carrying over I, past trauma. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. I feel like everything that's happened to you in your past was a necessity. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't change any of it. You and feel, I've, I've been to hell and back. I wouldn't change a single thing. That I'm sure you've been, been to hell and back? Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was going to say, can you tell me how that feels? I don't think I've ever been that far. Very warm. But the reason yeah. I'm saying that is... <clears throat> A lot of times we look at it, we we focus a lot on the bad things that happen to mm -hmm. us that we don't actually see the good things mm -hmm. that, you know, happen. Like there's a famous saying that says when one door closes, another one mm -hmm. opens. And then I think somebody equated that to if one door closes and another one opens, your house is haunted. <laughs> like, you should leave. Right. But... I think it's like we 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 focus a lot on the like negative the negative things. I mean, it's 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 common knowledge that bad things are louder than good things. Like yeah. if if like the, the you would you would do a lot of good things. Like it's safe to assume that you do a lot of good things on a day to day, mm -hmm. and nobody knows about it. But the second right. you do one thing that's bad, it becomes national news. Right. It, it, you feel me? Yeah. So it's like. We focus on those bad things. I, I don't care how bad your relationship was. Mm -hmm. There were some good things happening to of it. Of course. Like, because I'm, I'm going to assume, like, for example, you were in a relationship for five years with somebody you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And you, wait, wait, why did you guys break up? You, you, you gave me a couple of reasons. You actually, we said but this But those backstage. were never the reasons why we broke up. We broke up because <clears throat> it was just, I, I was too much of not myself anymore. I realized okay. how much I had let myself lose me for him. Okay. And it was just a really unfortunate thing because he was, he was starting to like really turn it around. But um, you learned, so you like that mm -hmm. relationship had some good things that happened during of that course. time, right? It's largely made me who I am. You know? No. So when I say, so that's the part that we get, we, we confuse making you who you are. No, I'm not talking about the things that happened that made you who you are. I'm mm -hmm. talking about the things that happened. Just good things. Because the bad things that happened... Also made me. Are, yeah, there <laughs> yeah. you go. So I'm looking for those things that happened during the relationship that you would say were good things as yeah. opposed to the bad things. So like I said, a lot of times, 99.9% .9 when somebody says the relationship made me who I am, they're actually referring to the bad things. No, I, I'm referring to the good things too. Give me an example of a good thing that happened. He was one of the most attentive and giving guys I've ever met. Um, he would, he would, he's so selfless in the sense that like, if he noticed that I had had like a long day at work, he would just do my dishes for me. Or like um, recently we broke up and like we were still friends because, you know, five years, that's like your best friend, you know. Um, I was so, I was in a financially hard situation and I love decorating for Christmas. He knows like my history there. I love Christmas and I love having my environment embody Christmas and I couldn't afford Christmas decorations. Um, and he bought me like a little mini Christmas tree with ornaments and he bought me lights and he brought it up to my apartment and he put it up for me. And that was like such a sweet thing to do. It was a lot of like little things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then that's part of the things that's making you who you are as well, right? Not just the bad things. Yeah. It's the things that I'll never forget. You know, okay. I, you outgrow people. You have so to you go separate ways. You outgrew him. Yeah. I hope he doesn't watch this. I know. I don't think I will. <laughs> I don't think he will. For you to say that you outgrew him, I mean, that's not a bad thing, but... So, if you, so you're in a long-distance relationship, and so far you think that it's succeeding, mm -hmm. and you actually confirm that women are complicated. Mm-hmm. But then you keep saying that men are complicated. So you, you, you're actually saying that in general, human beings are complicated. Yeah, because I've, I've seen uh, both examples. You know how we said like women, in order to not be complicated, that they should say what they want, need emotionally, all that stuff. I've seen guys who don't do that. Um, and I've seen guys who do do exactly that. But you would say women are more complicated than men. 
you you would say by, but yeah by like population by in, in general no yeah. let's not use population <laughs> let's let's keep population i mean as, as population wise there's a lot more women than there are men no i mean like if you lined up 10 <laughs> women and 10 men the odds are like the men are going to be more upfront and direct about what they yeah, want cuz cuz yeah. you you you've dated well either been cooked up dated mm-hmm. both Mm-hmm. And you actually said that it's harder for you to date women than it is for you to date men. But I, yeah, and but- <laughs> largely because women are complicated. And I think it's just because uh, nowadays women are so used to being like screwed over that they're just like playing games at this point. So, so, so that's this is a, that's something that I, I don't understand. If women are worried about being screwed over, aren't they supposed to be worried about that when it comes to dating men? Why would they be worried about being screwed over with another woman? Because the chances are. You're worried about being screwed over. She's worried about being screwed over. Both of y'all come together. <laughs> Both of y'all worried about. Both of y'all getting screwed over. That is never gonna work. Never. Yeah. I. I. I, I just. You know. I. I don't do it in my own relationship. I don't necessarily. I mean. I understand it where it comes from. But I think if you're ultimately pursuing happiness, like you know, having reservations or a closed mind or guarded heart, it's not gonna yield what you want. All right. So. <laughs> It's it's been awesome, but before I, I want actually want us to leave now. But if, before we do, mm-hmm. what advice would you give somebody that's out there that's in a long term relationship? Long term, long distance, long anything. Oh, long distance is yeah. actually what I meant I to mean, say, not a long term relationship. Because if so, if somebody's in a long term relationship, I don't think they need advice. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I think it can be applicable to anybody. I think just okay. like open communication, not being afraid to like. Uh, Ask for what you need, what you want emotionally out of somebody. Um, just being you unapologetically and like um, being willing to have uncomfortable conversations with your partner. I think it's what can make or break any relationship. I know, um, especially conversations like you being allowed to kiss other girls. Right? Definitely those. <laughs> but all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been awesome. It's been a fantastic evening. I got to sit down with Lauren. If you're watching this and you're a friend of hers and you call her Low, she doesn't like that. I love it. She wants to be called Lauren because she says Low is growing on her. I don't <laughs> think she means that in a good way, but I appreciate you for coming down here and talking to me and opening up and letting us hear your story. I hope that somebody out there hears this and makes a day better or at least changes something in somebody's day mm-hmm. or somebody's life. And even, even if it means just making somebody smile. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys very much for being with us tonight. It's been a wonderful experience. Again, this is Lauren. Uh, until we see each other again, this has been episode of uh, Mind of a Woman, the podcast powered by gravity. Good morning, good afternoon, good night.